You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. It's about time we get serious about this person called the devil. He's real. Peter says he roams about and he's looking for someone to devour. Let me remind us, if you don't know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, he's already got you. He's not looking to devour you. He's already got you. Whether you're an outright rebel or a religious person that doesn't know God, he's got you. The person, the people he's looking to devour are believers. And that's why he infiltrates the church. That's the message of Jude. There's a definite battle happening right now. It's good versus evil, life versus death, truth versus error. It's an eternally significant battle that determines the destination of the human soul. Pastor Danny wants to remind you today that Satan is real and he's powerful and he's seeking to devour believers. He's infiltrated the church to seek to destroy it from the inside. These false apostles know doctrine and masquerade as servants of righteousness, though they aren't living as true followers. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Jude with today's edition of The Living Word. The gospel saves people, but the gospel changes people. Changed my life, continues to change my life. Jude, verse 1. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, because James became well-known as a leader in the church. To those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ, mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints, the gospel, and doctrine connected with the gospel. The word for contend there, it's the word epigonezomai or something like that. We get our English word agonized from it. It's an athletic term. The idea is there's a, there's a contest going on, but it's no game. It's no game. It's a contest that has to do with good and evil, truth and error, life and death. It's no game. Jude wants to write about the salvation that we share. And then the Holy Spirit changed his mind. The Holy Spirit moved him differently. Because there was an urgent message that needed to be shared with the church because of things that were happening then and there with the church. What was it? Verse 4, for certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. If you know this in the context, uh, it doesn't mean they, they say we're not Christians. It, it means they're not submitted to Christ. It means they don't rightly represent his teachings. They don't rightly represent the gospel. And when it says they secretly slipped in, don't let that throw you. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. Such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, 
For Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness. Satan can put on a good front, and people who are being used by him can put on a good front. They can talk the talk. They know the doctrine. Problem is they're not walking the walk. Jude, verse 5. Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. 1 Corinthians 10 tells us about that and says that even though all those people were delivered out of Egypt, God was not pleased with most of them. They got involved in idolatry. They got involved in sexual sin. Um, They tested the Lord. They grumbled and complained, didn't learn to walk by faith. God was not pleased with most of them. Very interesting. And then verse 6, Jude, And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority but abandoned their own home, these he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. Fascinating that some of the angels that followed Lucifer are not free to roam throughout the earth looking for someone to inhabit or deceive or entice. There's some... That God said, hey, you're not going to get no free reign right now. You're going to somewhere down below. And they're bound with chains waiting for the day of judgment. That's a real deal. I mean, really, they're really chained right now there. They're rebels. Rebels. Verse 7, in a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. Now, we know about Sodom and Gomorrah and the people there. But a lot of times people focus on the homosexuality of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, I want to remind us the homosexuality of Sodom and Gomorrah was only a byproduct of their sin. Ezekiel 16, verse 49. Now, this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They didn't help the poor and needy. You could summarize it another way. They were consumed with self. Self. Verse 8, Jude, in the very same way, these dreamers, that's borrowed from the Old Testament where especially the false prophets would have dreams and visions, but they weren't from the Lord. But they purported uh, it to be truth. This is what the Lord said. This is truth. It wasn't truth. And sometimes they gave people the wrong direction. They were always so positive, never very negative. They told people what they wanted to hear. But they weren't speaking for the Lord. That's what he's talking about here. These dreamers pollute their own bodies, reject authority, slander celestial beings. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not dare to bring a slanderous accusation against him, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Yet these men speak abusively against whatever they do not understand. And what things they do understand by instinct, like unreasoning animals, these are the very things that destroy them. What does all that mean? Well, I think I can communicate it in a way that's a little easier to understand. But we know what he's talking about here. He's talking about the character of these people that have infiltrated the church. And he uses now an example of Michael. Michael, Michael, an amazing angel. Amazing angel. He's mentioned three times in the Old Testament, the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verse 13, verse 21 of chapter 10, and then Daniel, chapter 12, verse 1. In uh, Daniel 10, 13, he's called one of the chief princes. And he there comes to get 
a messenger, a lower-ranking good angel through to give a message to Daniel in response to his prayers that he'd been praying for 21 days. Or he's been waiting 21 days after praying for an answer. And he goes and he has to withstand the prince of the Persian kingdom, a higher-ranking fallen angel than the one that Michael has to come now and get through for Daniel. Fascinating stuff. It's real stuff. In Daniel 12, 1, he's said to be the great prince who protects your people, Daniel. That would be the Jewish people. So he has a special assignment for the Jewish people. Revelation 12, 7, he's mentioned in the New Testament, and it's fascinating. And I believe it's a future war, but there's a war, Revelation 12, 7, in heaven. Michael and his angels fight against the devil and his angels. And I know who won, tells us. What's the point here, though? Despite his great position, despite his great authority, despite his great responsibility, he is reverent. He does not take for granted his position. And in regard to spiritual things, he takes them very seriously. It's about time we get serious about this person called the devil. He's real. Peter says he roams about and he's looking for someone to devour. Let me remind us. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, he's already got you. He's not looking to devour you. He's already got you. Whether you're an outright rebel or a religious person that doesn't know God, he's got you. The person, the people he's looking to devour are believers. And that's why he infiltrates the church. That's the message of Jude. Verse 11, woe to them, judgment. They've taken the way of Cain. What way is that? Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. And then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you. Here's the difference between Cain and his brother Abel. Both of them have clearly revealed truth from God. Both of them the same truth revealed. One received it. One walked in it. And the other didn't. That's the difference between Cain and Abel. They've taken the way of Cain. The book of Jude reminds its readers of a common problem of the early church, false teachers. These are people who would come into the church and spread lies or try to add to the gospel message. They didn't follow the simple truth of giving your life to Jesus. They tried to make Christianity their own kind of religion. Does this sound familiar? Sadly, false teachers are still a problem in today's world. People pick and choose which parts of the Bible they like and disregard the rest, creating their own version of following God. Jude's encouragement rings true for all believers now. Fight for the truth. As you follow Jesus, don't be afraid to stand for what's right and turn away from what's wrong. 
Learn what the Bible says, all of the Bible, and don't let anyone try to steer you away from it. We hope today's message on the Living Word has been encouraging to you. We'd like to let you know that we're praying for you as you stand for truth. Is there a specific request we could be lifting up to the Lord? If so, please send us an email at info at ccfstpete.church. That's info at ccfstpete.church. If you'd like to listen to more teachings from Pastor Danny, you can do so at our website, ccfstpete.church. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for tuning in to The Living Word.